Welcome to the Greater Guild's loading screen. If you like what you hear and wish to support us, head over to greaterguild.org. If you are new with us, please don't feel any obligation to give whatsoever. We're just so glad you're able to listen to the podcast. Now, on with the message. Last week, I mentioned at the end that you will not enjoy this week's message. And my assumption is correct. It's like playing Diablo 3. We have several points to solve, quests to complete, and build up our reserves before we meet the end boss. What this all points to is waiting. While in-game we complete side quests with the main story, our life sometimes does not have action in between quests. It's a true waiting game. Think of it as when your internet goes down or you can't sign into your social media accounts because of maintenance. Well, God told Habakkuk, our main character in this message, the same thing. Recall what chapter one of the book was like. Habakkuk complained to God about all the abuse and injustice being levied on the people of Judea. He yelled, screamed, and demanded God to do something. Habakkuk was wondering what God was going to do to correct these injustices. God was going to bring a warring faction to punish Judea for its wickedness. Not what Habakkuk wanted or desired, but also, once told, God goes silent. Habakkuk is now really pissed off. He goes on an even further rant. But here's where the lesson for chapter 1 is relevant. Habakkuk, even during his rant and raving, never failed in his faith in God. Habakkuk continues in his belief that God will rectify the situation. This is why you should continue your faith, even if God is not responding to your prayers when God did in the past. Well, this is where the waiting game begins. I know, waiting sucks. DMV lines. Think of Zootopia, anyone? Disneyland lines in general, or even just waiting to pay for groceries. We have become accustomed to instant gratification. Turn on my computer, instant internet. Load my game, instant playtime. Kill enemies, instant XP. Tap a phone app, instant access to that service. However, God does not work that way. God knows that instant gratification creates apathy and surface gratitude. No genuine faith and thanks. How many of you had parents that told you to work for your reward? Well, mine did. And to go further, in my case, I was told to work in order to drive my car. Basically, pay my car insurance and I can drive. Well, God expects the same thing. Waiting can encompass a time of hurting and sorrow, or joy and happiness. It depends on the situation. Waiting during our low point seems like an eternity, and we feel that there is no end to this dark period we live through. Now, I know this firsthand because, like you, I also have periods of darkness, depression, and sadness. I've found several ideas that have worked in the past. They are not guaranteed to work every time, but having additional tools in your mental tool chest is an always a great thing. What I did not know is these ideas were rooted in scripture, especially in Habakkuk. The first item in this list is to listen. Now I know, it sounds weird. This is important because we are constantly talking and talking. We are hearing, but not listening. It is listening that will still our mind and heart. Not at first, because we are restless with doubt and worry. 
But as Habakkuk learned from God, listening is the first thing to do when the darkness comes. Habakkuk states at the end of chapter 1, What's God going to say to my questions? I'm braced for the worst. I'll climb for, to the lookout tower and scan the horizon. I'll wait to see what God says, how he'll answer my complaint. What listening does is turns the Monty Python argument clinic sketch into an active understanding of the next moment. Being quiet and calm, waiting to hear the next step could be the difference between success or destruction. When it comes to listening, the best way to ensure you get all the information is to write the answer down. Even God demanded Habakkuk to document the answer to Habakkuk's questions. And then God answered, write this. Write what you see. Write it out in big block letters so it can be read on the run. God basically said to Habakkuk, write down everything I show you so that you can read it without reading glasses. Okay, reading glasses aside, but you get the point. Anything that God reveals to you, no matter how big or small, document it. This is why journaling is the best way to get your fears and worries out and see the progress you've made since that time. I do this constantly. Even when depression hits me hard, I journal my emotions, my wants, my demands to God. I pray over this journal each time I open and close it. So. When you finally complete steps one and two, the third step, well, it is the worst. I told you last week that you would not like this message. Final step is waiting for God to act. God will act, and he will be swift in said action. However, it will be when the stars align and the timing is right. Like any good strategist, timing in battle is everything. Even, good, even God, continuing in his words to Habakkuk, says so. This vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait. And it does not lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait. It's on its way. And it will come right on time. Here's where pastors point to the in God's time answer to any question about when God will dot dot dot. And I will tell you, all the good in the world will come in time. The best meals are prepared for a long time. Great movies take time to make. AAA games used to be released when the game was great, not perfect, but free of the majority of bugs. We see what rushing to the deadline has caused. AAA games ship so buggy that gamer goodwill is lost. Look at the MCU. It is constantly churning of superhero films without any care in the characters, only the fast buck. We have instant meals that taste okay, but are not as flavorful as a slowly prepared home-cooked meal. Like the finest wines and spirits, God makes sure his actions are matured and refined. The MCU and current AAA game studios are forcing their products prior to their maturity. Time may not make money instantly, or immediately, but a mature game with the refinement of time will create lasting fans, and possibly a long-term series like Diablo, Starcraft, or even Skyrim. Any studio today, movie or game, feels they are more important than the consumers they sell to. God points to a similar situation 
when he said, Look at that man, bloated by self-importance, full of himself but soul empty. But the person in right standing before God, through loyal and steady believing, is fully alive, really alive. Most indie game studios focus on quality and a desire to maintain quality for each game they produce and release. And just like the major studios, if you are dead to the world physically or mentally, God's work cannot flourish in the world. A person or group with a soulless attitude cannot build communities looking to help others through good or bad times. This is why God doesn't want you to be a person so bloated with self-importance that you know better or more than God's desires for the world. It's true that the question from the last message about God allowing bad things, events, or even actions to occur in this world is always relevant. But God does know this, but wishes you to challenge him in what you see. In return, besides your faithfulness, he wants you to listen, document, and wait for the time to come for his answer. It may be subtle or extravagant. Either way, God will answer your demanding questions. As the old saying goes, patience is a virtue. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening today. Make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at greaterguild.org and on Twitter and Instagram at greaterguild, one word. We believe God has something unique to say to you. And our hope is that you feel his love stronger today than ever before. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.